you know, if I'm getting into people's dreams, it's got to be a good thing, surely. Evening, boys. How are you? Hi, Reese. Reese Rob, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, John. Are you? Yeah, yeah, not bad. It's uh, been a nice sunny day today, so feeling quite fresh. Good. So, Reese, what have we got for us today? So, today, John, we're doing something a little bit different. This is our, our mini pod, so it's not a full episode. Um, we've got a few uh, interesting bits and pieces coming up uh, for the listeners. Um, let's crack on with it. Let's get on with the ads. <laughs> Reese, have we uh, had any feedback for Rob from the first two episodes? Uh, the virtual mailbox has been stuffed, John. Uh, Bob, do you want a do you want a bit of feedback uh, that we've been getting from the listeners so far? Um, as long as it's positive, yeah. Oh, I, I can't guarantee that, mate. <laughs> Go on. Go take the rough with the smooth, Rob. In this world, <laughs> yeah, and and all feedback is good feedback. It will help you improve. There's no such thing as bad feedback, Rob. It's all <laughs> creative, uh, constructive criticism. It'll help build you as a character. Um, okay. Well, Mark Pierce got in touch. Um, remember in the first episode, boys, we were talking about the WWE? Yes. World Wrestling Extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, Mark has come to the rescue. It's the World Wrestling Entertainment, not Extravaganza. I think they missed a the trick there. But Mark was actually in agreement with me. Um he said, you're indeed correct. They should have put a panda versus Hogan for the use of the title with the ultimate warrior. Remember him? Oh, yes. yes I do. That yeah. big, massive dude. Uh, ultimate warrior, a special guest referee. <laughs> that would have been great. The only thing with ultimate warrior was he had them... Um, bits of string hanging off him which were like the on string the on the yeah, yeah it was like the string yeah. on the on the handlebars of a child's bike you know? <laughs> i i just think perhaps he did put his jacket in the tumble dryer um <laughs> yeah. and perhaps it was supposed to be air dry only that, that's what my thoughts were silly man favorite wrestlers <laughs> boys oh hulk hogan without a doubt yeah yeah okay. yeah definitely so, hulk yeah. hogan now nah, presentation it's got to be the undertaker there's a brand. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, to be fair to the wrestling organization, they, they did it well. Each of the each of the wrestlers wrestlers had their own individual brand. Um, and like I said, the Undertaker was fantastic. The way the lights would go off and that kind of theatrical feel was very good. Um, I'm not sure. I remember what a character called the Medic from WWE General Hospital. <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> so I don't think they nailed it every single time. I don't remember that, i got to be honest. <laughs> I, I'm sure you could Google him. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I grew yeah, up to wrestling as soon as uh, the F was dropped. Um, <laughs> yeah, not for me then. Although the, the likes of um, the Bushwhackers, Legion of Doom, Legion they, of Doom. they were all pretty cool. <laughs> but... You're right. There's an organisation that understands the the market they're targeting, what they're looking for, and and that's why they. I mean, if you look, that sport has been sport. Are we calling it sport? Are we okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What for the last eighties? I reckon that started. That kicked off. So yeah. we're talking forty years mm. of that sport. 
Yeah, the, the the good thing about it, or the bad thing about it, I suppose, is they they've they've got that massive audience. Like you said, they know their audience, but it, it's all fake. But people don't care about that. That is fake, and it's it's it's, it's all acting. Um, yeah, I think if you yeah. said that to many fans, though, I think that <laughs> I'm not sure well, they'd be happy with that description. <laughs> Would they, 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 they know that, you know, they're not fooled. Maybe as kids, you think it's real, but, mm. but as you grow up, but even when you look in the audiences and you see proper full grown adults in there enjoying it, um, it, I suppose then it becomes about, like Rob said, the entertainment, the yeah. theatrical side of it, um, not the actual physical kind of beating side where boxing is the opposite, isn't it? Cause mm. it is real and they punch living daylights out of each other. Yeah. Um, it's well, the whole, yeah. it's the whole background, isn't it, with the wrestling? Because it used to be when I was a kid, you used to just have the the matches, um, and then they started doing interviews and sort of storylines between the wrestlers as well. Well, did, didn't Rocky fight a wrestler in Rocky <laughs> did. Three? Rocky Three fought Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and he lost, didn't he? Um, no, it was draw. I think. Was it? I thought. I think Hulk, so. Yeah. Rocky slammed him to the floor and. Broke oh, his back no, he, in half. No, Rocky took his gloves off towards the end and then he started taking <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, cle- it's clever, sure, though. Yeah. It's clever how they then cross over the entertainment industry from film into wrestling yeah. um, and bring that together. That, that That's quite cool, I think, when you can do that. Is that something, John, uh, John, do you think we should be getting someone on for Rob maybe to talk about wrestling? Is there a career, maybe? Is that hashtag get Bob a job? Has he got a physique for it? Not anymore. I'll go back to Big Van Vader. <laughs> and compared to him, I think Rob could probably still cut it. What would your wrestling brand name be, Rob? The theme? What would you? Um, the Welsh Warrior. The Welsh Wizard. Oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. Okay. Welsh Warrior, yeah. Welsh Warrior could work as well. But uh, I'd Bob. have to sort of go with, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to have a, the whole sort of backstory as well. Yeah. Bobby the Ballsack Pezzak. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And, and your it. signature move could be the yeah. tea bag. <laughs> uh, right off the top ropes. <laughs> Brilliant. Would you go for... Um, a full kind of leotard or whatever they call them in the wrestling world, the the, the full outfit, or would you just go for the kind of speedos, Rob? Um, speedos, the, and, the, speedos and big boots. Just the full outfit, I think, like um, Big Daddy used to wear, just that full sort of one piece. Well, with one tit out. <laughs> I think you would need those bodice-type things that ladies wear with the poppers underneath. So when you, you were performing the tea bag, you could quickly, <laughs> quickly get it out. And you'd have to wear like a cricket cup <laughs> just to inflict a bit more pain on people. Anyway, uh, anyway any so, other, any other thank correspondence? You, thank you, Mark. Um, yeah, thank you, Mark Pierce, um, for that. Uh, yeah, we have got some more. Um, we've got um, a message from Hal Reynolds, a social media guru who's actually coming up in a future episode, isn't she, guys? Yes, yeah. yes. Looking forward yes. to that. Yeah, yeah. Super, super Hal Reynolds um, knows 
pretty much everything about social media. Um, hopefully can teach Rob a thing or two. Um, yeah. Only because, you know, we think he needs to increase his Twitter followers. Yeah, his profile needs to get bigger. <clears throat> Not his yes. waistline, his profile. <laughs> well, it helps. Uh, <clears throat> kind of sent some message. And this is less feedback, um, but off the back of the last episode uh, to do with um, branded or branded. Uh, brilliant. Why wasn't I informed that you were open to bungs, Rob? This could have changed things for me. <laughs> Thoughts on that, Rob? Have you taken any bungs so far on branded or branded? Not yet. No, still open to offers, but I haven't had anything yet. I'm, I'm getting a bit suspicious that you're not actually in the pay of um, of John over there. The impartial John, who every episode will come in with a... Now, I don't take a side on this, but... And then leaps to the defence of the guest. <laughs> to be fair, I think I'm the I'm the voice of reason and I need to bring it back because, Reese, you do a wonderful job of research and bringing down a brand. This, but yeah. sometimes you go off piece and you attack them from all angles. <laughs> You've just got to be savage. You've just got to go for it. You, you go have. for headshots, body shots, low blows. you just got to go for it, John. But I take you back to the last episode where we were discussing the like swoosh or tick, whatever you want to call it, and you went straight for the jugglers and you went for the company and how ethical they were. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's all part of the brand. And if and if as a consumer all you're looking at is that that shiny icon, well you're failing in your due diligence as a consumer. So shame on you all for 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 letting the, the, the swoosh be brand branded. Should have been branded. <laughs> so when we uh, release the consumer podcast, then maybe we can bring it up then. But uh, as for the swoosh, I think it works. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's no denials there that you are not impartial at all on branded and branded? I, I will be impartial or, yeah, impartial. I think when... When I need to be, um, I think that if there's a brand that I really don't like, then I think I will be honest and uh, and bring that to the table. But I think just because we know what Rob is like and and he can get swayed quite easily, if you throw stuff in there like um, the England football team kit was made by Nike just to sway Rob, then I think I need to bring it back for the guest. But, th- <laughs> but that's an ethical issue, surely. For Bob, I suppose, yeah, but nothing to do with the tick. <laughs> <laughs> or the, the swoosh, the swoosh, should I say? No, I like I, I love that um, that discussion actually, just because stupidly I, I've never really thought around the the swoosh and, and what it means if you take away the slogan of just do it, then the the, the swoosh actually says that anyway. Um, so so I really enjoyed that. I thought I thought it was good. Well, plenty more coming up. So so far, I'm one nil down. Um, I'm pretty confident I can turn it around. I'm about to change my tactic, though, uh, with you, Bob, because I think perhaps in the first episode, I did too much research, went into too much detail, and I, I think your little brain melted a bit. It did, yeah. It was, it was confusing, Rhys. So if I keep it off. simple, hopefully, I might yeah. go for a shout next time. That's it, yeah. Well, that'll be, that'll be my plan. <laughs> We've got one here, and I want your immediate thoughts of this, uh, Bob, as soon as you've heard it. So, okay. 
we've got Danielle Morgan's got in touch. Um, after listening to the pod, she said, <clears throat> after listening to the pod, I had a dream about you last night. I listened to your <laughs> podcast, brackets, in real life, and then I was in a pub garden with you, Bob, and John, talking about the podcast. Laughed the entire way through. Very idiot abroad-esque. Bob, thoughts? <laughs> that's, that's a fairly good review, isn't it? Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad at all. You don't mind being uh, compared to someone like Carl Pilkington? I'll take that, yeah. Yeah. If I can be um, level with him on, on comedy value, that's fine, yeah. Fine by me. There's two things here. First, it's excellent that we get into people's dreams already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After, we've, uh, we've got that power is incredible. <laughs> it's Kruger-esque. I, I, I'm assuming maybe she was listening to the pod falling to sleep and using it for some sort of like, you know, bore me to death so I can get asleep and it worked. We'll take that. There's plenty of that on Audible. As long as she, as long as she doesn't put a timer on and she listens to the Google thing, then it's another listener, another download. Excellent. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing is, comparing Rob to Carl Pilkington, he did a broad ask. Yep, totally get it. And that's kind of what we thought anyway, Reese. However, I need to bring it back. Carl Pilkington was pr- the producer of the podcast. Yeah. So he actually did something as well. He did. He did. <laughs> Rob? Um, okay. Yeah, I get your point. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get the point, but <laughs> what are you going to do to address it? Um, I might do some work. <laughs> like I've said, like I've said before, to be fair to Rob, he's the content, and the feedback we've had so far is they like Rob. We need well, him. I, I'm yeah. not sure we've had that feedback. No, no one's actually said they like Rob. <laughs> there, there, there's no one direct oh, quote I can put there. If, if you know, if I'm getting into people's dreams, it's got to be a good thing, surely. <laughs> not necessarily yeah. do, you, do you boys do you boys listen to anything before going to bed or while you're sleeping or you fall asleep to i i do and um i often regret it because either i miss half of a podcast and then i have to rewind it anyway the next day yeah or i wake up with a with an airpod in my ear which i need to take out and put quietly on the side table so i don't wake my wife up <laughs> um, and also feeling a bit grotty because i've been listening to something going to sleep um but then i do the next night and think oh no i want to catch up on that um is it any particular ones you listen to or is it just whatever's available um, either socially distant sports bar or um or some sort of football um related podcast um, that's what I tend to listen to at the moment. Bob, what about you? Are you a, are you a um, listener at night? No, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a really light sleeper, so it, it has to be dark and it has to be quiet. Otherwise, I can't sleep. Yeah, that's kind of why I listen to things. I think sometimes it's to drown it out. I, t- I tend to listen to mm-hmm. audiobooks. Um, the problem I get is, so I'm listening to one at the moment called The Expanse. It's brilliant. It's about... Yeah. Um, I won't go into it, it was superb, but it's, it, it's like a science fiction space. The only problem was I woke up the other night, well, I didn't even wake up, so this was in the middle. So I had a dream that I was on a spaceship, and apparently <laughs> um, I told Becky to get out of it. 
<laughs> so, got to be a bit careful what you listen to. <laughs> Excellent. And are you? Do you tend to be um, a bit of a kind of sleepwalker type um, nightmare kind of sleeper, Reese, or is that just because he was listening to that? No, I think it was just, for some reason it was just that. Normally, I'm fine. I'm quite a light sleeper, like like Bob. Um, and generally, that's why I put something in. I listen to, otherwise my my brain just won't shut up and let me go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I woke up this morning. With Paul McCartney's song stuck in my head. Which one? (laughs) What's it? Give my regards to Broadway. Why? Why? I. Broad Street. (laughs) Give my regards to Broad Street. And I haven't heard that song for about 10 years. Brilliant. Well, no, it's not me. Seriously, I had to go to work. I haven't got a clue. Had to listen to it on the way to work so I could get it out of my head. <laughs> there's, um, there's a lot of people, I suppose, either making money or a living or just popularity off these, these, um, either YouTube uh, videos or or podcasts and things. You know, where the sounds, the noise, sorry, the sleep noises, the the kind of calm. It's like the to... ASMR or something like that, is it? Possibly, there's loads of different ones out there. But there's also, have you seen the um, the people who do the really quiet talking? Yes. And they do this kind of things. <laughs> and you can hear their lips going together. <laughs> Rob, you will get into people's dreams. So, Rob, <laughs> can you... So again, this is this is brilliant. This could be another career path for you, and and it's it's the right side of the camera and, and mic which you want yeah. to be in front of. Can you lean in closely to your microphone and 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 give us a little message back to Danielle to say thank you? Yes, listening to us. Yes, because she could be she could be falling asleep listening to this now. Yeah. So it'd be really good if you was to freak her out when she's maybe sleeping and then she just hears that. So just give her you, a message, just Rob. Just you pop up in her dream saying, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. So if you can lean in, please, mate. I can do that. Um, I'm not as posh as you guys, so I haven't got a, a specialist microphone. So I'm just going to have to lean into the laptop. <laughs> lean into the laptop. Hashtag. That's got it all in. <laughs> Thanks for the message, Danielle. <laughs> I don't think anyone's getting off to sleep from that. <laughs> <laughs> is that a bit too creepy? Yeah, it was very yeah, creepy. Sounded you it sounded was... far too excited. And too angry, <laughs> too angry I thought. It did, it did sound a bit. I thought you, I thought you going to head but the laptop. It's, yeah, oh. it's, like, it's like a child who's really, really cross with their Christmas present but has to say thank you to Granny anyway. <laughs> Thanks for the present, Granny. <laughs> yeah. uh, one uh, more for us, boys. So, um, uh, Connor Stacy got in touch on Twitter. Um, very brief, but I think says it all. Uh, really good. Listen, hashtag get uh, Rob a job. Call, hashtag comms. Hashtag marketing. Hashtag branding. So that's quite nice. Thank you, Connor. Thank you for getting in touch. Thank you. Not sure. Again, didn't really mention you as the main focal point. No, but my hashtag was in there. So your, your hashtag was in there, which yeah. John and I created for you. Because again, <laughs> we're not saying you don't do anything. You do definitely turn up 
I do. At every recording. Yeah, exactly. I haven't missed a day yet. To be fair to him, Reese, when we do pitch ideas on the on the WhatsApp group, Rob does give his opinion. Yeah, you know, he hasn't come up with an idea yet, but he does give his opinion on the ideas. Oh, you can guarantee within a week or two he's got back to you with some thoughts on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the correspondence for today, guys. Um, so, so Bob, here we go. We're always up for a challenge. Here's a very, very quick yeah. one for you. Um, okay. We might have a lot of people actually listening to this pod to go to sleep. So, in your lowest, sultry voice. Can you pop up in their dreams and tell them how to get in touch with us? Yeah, I can do that. Um, are we just thinking the Twitter feed or? Yeah, let's go Twitter. Yeah, we'll do that. And then we can put names and addresses maybe next week. Absolutely. Names, <laughs> names and addresses. <laughs> what, 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 have we got a PO box or something? <laughs> well, no, it's just in case. What uh, do you want? Oh, you know what? About... You know what it is, Reese. He wants to get famous. He wants his own stamp. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I well, do just generally thinking, think he's on a 1980s episode of Blue Peter. If there what are was that? Who are not online, they can get. They won't be listening. To How this? are they going to listen to us? Through word of mouth. What? Someone's going to go tell them what we said. Wait a wait a wait a Rob. Yeah. Do you think this is going out on the radio? Not yet. No. <laughs> No, no, Rob thinks this is an audio book that's been, you know, you could, it's stocked in WH Smith, so you can pop down and pick up a copy. <laughs> or your local library. Of course, yes. Uh, so, Rob, do you want to tell the listeners who are on the internet, yeah. who have a Twitter account, okay. do, you, do you want to tell them how they can get in touch with us in your, in your low, low voice? The Branded Podcast. That's the banded pod. That was awful. I think I'll just I'll have to just tone it down when I when I do just, the editing. Yeah. Reduce it right down. Just slow the speed down so it's like Barry White. Can you can you change your voice a bit, Rob? Because you literally look like you just leaned in and just done the same thing. At the branded pod. Yeah, imagine you're you're whispering sweet nothings to Gemma. <laughs> how, would, how would how would that go? Yeah, it'd probably go like this, Reed. Reese, check my Twitter account and like my tweet. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't. He would lean in. He'd be on the sofa. Coronation Street has just finished. He's just drained his cup of cocoa. He's off to bed. Jem's going to stay up. So he'd lean in. After Coronation say, Street? It's, 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 an, it's an omnibus edition, Bob. Oh, okay, right, yeah. <laughs> he'd lean in and go, I love you, Gemma! <laughs> 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 right, come on, Bob. One, one more time. Give it, give us your, your low salty voice. So, anyone who's just listening to that while trying to go to sleep? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Apologies about that. Sorry. They've <laughs> suddenly just woken up. <laughs> Scared to death. Get them back to sleep, then, Bob. <laughs> the branded podcast. Okay, Reese. last episode with Ellen Mannion, video producer, we set Rob 
a challenge, challenge Rob. What was it? Yeah, so obviously I think Ellen saw something special in you, Bob. Um, she, I think she saw you as a creative type. So we yeah. set you the challenge. Uh, we were talking about documentaries. So we set you the challenge to create your own nature documentary. And I think we said if you wanted to narrate as well, you could. But that, that was optional. So do you want to tell was us it, how you got on with that? Was it a documentary? Because I thought it was just a 30-second clip. Well, no, I, I, I need to do some more recording otherwise. I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting you to pitch it with Blue Planet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think a thirty-second clip would be fine. Yeah, that yeah. Would be acceptable. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I've Just to for, sort of so. briefly showcase your talent. So, what we'll do, obviously, we'll we'll put this on all our social media channels so that yeah. um, the listeners can go and see see what you did. So, do you want to describe to us what you were aiming for? when you made this uh, nature clip? Um, it was it was under the theme of nature versus man. Oh, I like that. Oh, nice, yeah. So it was, the idea was to... He just basically um, ran over a hedgehog, didn't he? Something like that. <laughs> I, just, I just hope it's not going to be like man versus food and you're just going to go around eating bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Snails. Okay, so, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Bob, we interrupted you there as you, you were giving us the, the elevator pitch, I believe it's known as. Carry on. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, Nature versus Man. Um, so I went over to Lantris and Common. Um, did okay. A few, um, for yeah, our international yeah. listeners, yeah. Lantris and Common is? Um, it's like a big sort of... Um, I don't know. It's just a field. Well, it's not a field. It's quite a few fields. It's a big area. Okay, so it's a few fields. I think, <laughs> I think everyone across the world will know what that is. Well, surely they'd know what a common is. If not, no, edit this bit. If they're a fan of the Wombles, yes, they lived on a common picking litter. Yeah. So it's yeah. a nice green area, often a few fields, like Robert said. What I like about this so far, to be fair to Rob, he's nailed the location. He has. He's yeah. made an effort. And what we were afraid of, mm-hmm. even from the first two episodes, Reese, is Rob didn't want to do any work. He just wanted to be filming <laughs> from the camera. Okay, can I just, can I just um, interject there, John? He's made an effort. Okay. Rob, how far is Plantress and Common from your house? Um, luckily, it's only about a two-minute walk. Right. Okay. So and other locations, far. other locations that you discounted? Garden. Um, yeah, I was thinking my garden, but it's a little bit overgrown, so I didn't want to go in there. But it's a and nature. It's, quite, it's on the side of a hill as well. So, so, so as much as John was lauding you for the effort you made so far, you've you've walked what two minutes away from your house? Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. So what we've what we've established is he lives on the common. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry, we interrupted again. So you said so you you, you went to Atlantis and Common. It's man yeah. versus animal. Na- no, no nature versus man. Nature, nature hey, versus right, man. Sorry, sorry, okay. Well when it's when it's being premiered in Calms, I know I'll get it right. So, <laughs> sorry, so <clears throat> once again, nature versus man, directed by Bob Pezak. Take it away. Directed, produced, shot. <laughs> okay. Directed, no, no produced, 
and shot, but no theme tune by Bob <laughs> Pezak. Take it away. Um, it's a 30-second clip of um, the common. And what I, I tried to do was do a, a, a 360 panoramic clip of the, the common. Um, and at the very end, there's either um, a car or a van coming up the road, which runs through the common. So you can see nature. There's no one in sight. There's no one around. And as you get back to the 360, there's a car coming. So it's nature versus man. You stood in a field and span around in a circle. It's it's very scenic. You need to see it. I can't wait to see it. Okay. I think I need to do some editing on the sound. Was this um, done in one shot, yeah, and, or was it a lot of shots that you had to um, you know, edit only together? Took two takes. It was only two takes. Okay. And did, um, did you have a clapperboard? Did you say to yourself, "Take one"? No. So, what was wrong with take one? Why couldn't? Uh, why did you have to go for? It take was a two? bit too windy. <laughs> what you so fell over? When I, when I, yeah. No, it was just when I was doing the three sixty, it, it wobbled. <laughs> three sixty, like he's Tony Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> He was on a half pipe. <laughs> so, you, when, so the first take, you turned around and you wobbled. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it went too fast. So I tried to time it right. So the, the 360 took all 30 seconds. Um, but I went too fast and I was there by 25. Okay, I, I do. I must so, say, I, I do like the idea that it starts with a, a van and finishes with a car. You know, human's impact on the environment. Brilliant. Yeah. How did you make sure that they were there at that specific time of filming it was just really good timing well that that's kind of sometimes what you need as a video that's it. yeah editor producer sometimes film. with the the location you're just lucky aren't you uh, and was that the plan from the start was that on your drawing board yes that was and, the idea so john's gone to see this your opus um nature versus man yeah. What 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 emotions is he going to feel coming out after watching that? Um, I think enlightened. Um, very sort of. Um, is he going to be optimistic? A, was it pessimistic? Probably not. About probably it? not. No, because you have a. I think it was a van or a car coming past at the end. And you can imagine the old all the van. Yeah, all the smoke fumes will put you off. Did you but say think, that you've you've got music yeah. on it or not? No, I need to um, check the sound because again, it was it was windy. Just just thinking uh, with some um, theatrical music, would that add more emotion so. and impact? Yeah. What what sort of music were you thinking? Did you have any anything in mind so far? Um, probably something operatic, a little sort of. Oh. You know. and, and favorite arias of yours that you would want to put on there? Um, I don't know. Yes, something, something moody. I think moody. You've obviously got yeah. something in mind. Do you want to give us a maybe a hum it or sing it as to how you feel it would go? John, as producer, can probably take this and yeah. create the music for you. So if you just hum or sing into your microphone now. Well, if we could, if we could get the rights to the you know the Welsh national anthem. Oh, okay. Put that in the background, or you know, a, a choir I, in the background singing that, and then I'm not sure anyone holds the rights to that, Bob. It's it's a national anthem. You could sing it. I could, yeah, I could actually. Yeah, I could. If you sing it in a few different tones, yeah, 
um, blend then them together. we can overlap them as if you were a mate, you were one whole male voice choir. Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah, we could do that. Do you want to give it a blast now? Not you right have to now. Sing it all, Gigi. Because no. no. I've got the words <laughs> on a magnet downstairs, but it's in the kitchen. <laughs> so I'll have, to, I'll, have to, I'll have to do it afterwards. Have to, have to get the magnet. Okay. Yeah. So is this the type of film that maybe you would then shoot to Greta Thunberg to say about saving the world? Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could send her a link and see what she thinks. <laughs> Perhaps we'll tag her. Yeah, we'll, we will. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tag her in. Um, the sadness of man, you know, destroying the common. So was there any wildlife or anything within the video, or was it just nature? No, there wasn't. It was just nature. Um, usually you go over the common and there's um, cows or horses there, but it was it was empty when I went there. They probably got I think, I think it was it was late afternoon, I think it was. It was yeah, they, yeah they'd have gone six home by then. Yeah, they were having their tea. So <laughs> please... Could just imagine. I could just imagine him walking over to the common, looking around and going, "Oh, it's empty." <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll just, I'll just do a spin. Yeah, I accidentally left my phone on when I was spinning around. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah, I'll be honest, Rob. I'm quite impressed. I'm impressed on Thank a you. couple of fronts. That I know you only live two minutes away, but you've thought, right? Where can I go? You've thought of the the theme of. Man versus nature, or yeah. nature versus man, which I think, oh, okay, great, there's some sort of story behind that. Um, you've only got 30 seconds, you've got to do something. But I imagine, I imagine if this was in some sort of like art museum or something, then you could have some sort of, you no, know, you see them sculptures sometimes, all that piece of like a half a car just thrown on the floor, and it's like, oh, this, this is just a, a reflection of the world we live in today. Your video could be yeah. something like that. Do you genuinely think that? Yeah. No, but, you know, it's worth having a look. No, I think so. I've, I've seen some strange videos out there. We went to... <laughs> well, um, yes. okay. He could be the new Banksy. Yeah. Wang, Wangsy. Oh, I said the Welsh Banksy. Wangsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welsh Banksy, Wangsy. Yeah, Wangsy, yeah. All right, uh, Wangsy. <laughs> I've been over Slantress and Common. <laughs> Doing that nature. <laughs> so actually uh, the, the one thing I'm, I'm impressed with and it's the only thing I'm impressed with because the rest of it sounds utter, utter horse shit um, the, the, <laughs> there the was horse shit in the video <laughs> well that's why he wobbled on the first attempt yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really impressed with the title so what gave you that inspiration did that come before you made the video or afterwards um, that was before that was the, the, the theme that I was going for and, and what gave you that idea? Was there anything that were you were you watching Man versus Food when you came up with the title? No, no, I don't think I just come back from a run. Um, were, were you but, watching Boy versus World when you came up with the title? <laughs> I haven't seen that for years. So no, you've gone out for a run, you said? Yes. Um, and I, I think I was running over the common. Um, <laughs> Because it's one of my routes, because it's really close. And he didn't realise he had his phone on and the camera was on, and he spun round. Yeah, I did my two miles, and I got to two miles, and then I spun back. Did, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, you're just like a kind of a beardy Wonder Woman, aren't you? 
without the uniform. Yeah. Well, very good. Okay, so we'll get that out on social media, and we'd like the listeners to to put their Comments. thoughts on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whether, whether you've you've got it, whether this is the 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 area you should be sort of specialising and, and looking into deeply, or whether it's utter utter horseshit. Excellent. Good job, Rob. Brilliant. From all we, without us seeing it before before we watch it, Reese. What what score would you give him out of ten? See, I as we know, Bob, oh, it's going to be poor, mate. It's just going to be <laughs> some shaky, almost like that lost film footage, like in Blair Witch, with the wind <laughs> blowing and him going, "Oh, nature." <laughs> so I, I'm going in low That's not and, enough, actually. and wanting to be impressed so I'm going to go in with a 3 <laughs> I, I'm going to go a bit higher than that. I'm going to go with a 5 because I like the the title and he's thought around that he's then gone to two minutes away from his house but he's gone somewhere um, so I like the thought process behind there it's the production the of it Yes, it's the thought that counts, Rob. But we got to see what the what the end production is like, um, <laughs> which I imagine I'd probably drop down the same as you with Henry's. And I, and I would like to ask and put it out there, as obviously our, our listener base is growing week on week on week. If we've got anyone out there who owns a cinema, whether it be one of your big change or a small little independent, if you want to whack this on before one of your films, just before the adverts, just to get some audience reaction, we'd be hugely grateful. Yeah, and, and, and we'd be happy, and I'm sure Rob would, as the as the video finishes, the film finishes, to put Odeon over the top or or one of the other big cinema companies. Absolutely, um, view, view, yeah, and um, we won't ch- we won't charge. We won't charge. No, absolutely, and just for us to be able to see it in its full cinematic, so on a full cinematic screen would just would be incredible with you singing the Welsh national anthem. In a seven-part harmony, yeah. <laughs> to, to walk out after seeing that, I can't think of anything better. Could we have? Um, could we have credits as well after the the thirty-second clip? Um, yeah. So the credits are going to be directed by, produced by, and also sound by and sung by. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure John will sort that out for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get that sorted. Well and Rob. Okay, boys, we've got um, a new feature this week, and it's all about adverts instead of branding. Um, so we're looking at um, favourite adverts that you like. It doesn't have to be um, recent ones. It could go back a few years, back to your, your childhood. So, John, you'd like to go first? Yeah, so the the advert that I've chosen, um, it's not a favourite advert. It's an advert. That's the brief. Rob said it's got to be a favourite advert. Yeah. Either favourite or memorable. Memorable. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it's more memorable from from a bit of a childhood um, era. Um, So it's an an older advert. Um, And the reason I've chosen this advert is because, believe it or not, when I was in school... I used to go around singing the song of the advert. Oh, okay. Okay. And little did I know what the advert was actually about properly until my sister kind of told me off. Oh. Um, 
about the advert. Okay, I'm so, gonna have a guess at the red car and the blue car had a race. <laughs> no, um, what was that advert about? That Milky Way. Milky yeah, Milky Way. Way. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that I suppose that that wouldn't really be controversial. So this advert it, it embarrassed my sister um, because of what I was singing. Um, without me really knowing what the advert was about, it was just a catchy song. So for me, it was about well that that the, the branding of that song, the the music behind it, and everything else really worked because it was in my head. So like you said earlier, Reese, where you woke up one morning and you had, um, I was going to say Mick McCarthy, uh, <laughs> Paul McCartney song in your head. Um, it's just a catchy kind of song and all of a sudden, you know, it becomes that kind of addictive song. So I'll sing part of the song for you Fab. and then we, we'll um, we'll play the advert as well. So um, okay. I used to go around the yard going, Oh, body form, body form for you. <laughs> so we'll play, we'll play, we'll play the advert. How old were you at this time, John? 16, 17? Yeah. <laughs> please, please say you sang Shape for Comfort. Shape for comfort, shape for confidence, shape for you. Um, I didn't sing any of that. I think I just had. It was just the 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 chorus, I suppose. The there, you know, bits, yeah. body form, the body form line. for you. Yeah, and it was just in my head, and I I remember singing it, not really thinking what it was. Um, and my sister kind of telling me off because she was embarrassed with me singing <laughs> it. So, I suppose the the question there is, you know, did, do you guys find it catchy? That's that song, the the. The theme it certainly brought back memories. I remember now you've played yeah, that. I remember that. I remember the advert. So that probably would have been mid to late eighties. I would imagine. Yeah, late eighties. Yeah, maybe early nineties. Um, they've done a few adverts. Well, they, didn't they do um, the one with Doctor Alban? It's it's my life. I'm oh, sure that was a, a follow up, possibly in the Poss- same campaign. Yeah, so you know a lot about this product, Reese. Know a lot about lots of things, John. Um, so just for I, the I list- knew not to sing it in school, mate. <laughs> just, just, just for the um, for the listeners, and, and particularly maybe young listeners, um, body form um, is a period pad. Um, probably best way to explain it. Um, Go on, Bob. Rob. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Here we are, three men, very embarrassed by this topic. <laughs> yet, yet I used to go around the yard yeah. singing. Yeah, sanitary towers. Um, sanitary towers, yeah. Um, and little did I know, like I said, what the ad was, was about, apart from the, the song stuck in my head. Yeah. Um, so they clearly done a good job on it because it was a catchy song. Um, and I don't know, I'm assuming the song was created for that advert because... I don't think anybody released that, did they? No. <laughs> I do know. Oh, I've got hang on, I've got to dredge my mind. The artist, she was in a band called Gold Something or Other. And I'm sure her name was Sandra McKenzie. And I don't you know, know why I don't know why that's in my head. You know a lot about Where this, do you Reese? get this information from? This is why I'm good at pub quizzes, Bob. Um, <laughs> and if you Google Sandra McKenzie and body form or whatever, I bet you she does not look like you would expect her to look like. Brilliant. 
So singer Sandra McKenzie, famed for the whoa body form on the 90, 1990s body form TV advert, has released that she is now broken homeless. Oh, that's not <laughs> um, so that's not great. No, that's not. Does she look like you expected? Um, if Nicola Sturgeon bleached her hair and was campaigning... And became broken homeless. Was campaigning <laughs> for the Conservative Party, then I think that's what she'd look like. See, I would see um, that, the voice I hear there when I hear that is, is probably like a big soul, a big black soul voice. You know, um, I'm trying to think of who, who was... Yeah, that's it. Oh, um, again, you know, some of those sort of early 90s songs that would have that sort of, um, that, t- that type of music. It wouldn't be Sandra. Well, who sang It's My Life? Dr. Alban. Yeah. <laughs> and is she a big black R&B type singer? I, I would imagine it's a he. Doctor, I'll be honest yeah. with you, um, but I haven't read an article on him recently, so I can't. I can't. <laughs> so Sandra McKenzie, um, the ex-lead singer of rock band Goldberg, 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 and Prince's one-time lover. Oh, oh really? Well, do you know what? Looking at this picture, she looks a little bit like Prince. Oh, what well, now? After he's been dead for four years. Uh, oh, sorry, Sandra, if you are <laughs> Welcome to the club. She once had millions in the bank, apartments all over the world, and a yacht, and now she's broke. Sad. Sad, Sandra. Do you think she goes around singing that on the streets? Well, if she had a quid for every time I sing it, she'd have more money. <laughs> <laughs> so was it just the, that advert in particular? Was it just the song that hooked you in? Can you can you remember anything about the actual advert? No. Well, funny enough, Reese, I went on a Tesco and I bought loads of uh, period pads. <laughs> yes, it was just the song. <laughs> well, I don't know, because again, I seem to remember the one that was that had Dr. Alban, where it was uh, people skateboarding and roller skating and, and things like yeah, that. Well, it's, it's the, the types of the, those type of adverts are all about, you know, you can carry on doing your day-to-day life, even roller skating and more um, wearing these pads. And that, that's the whole point of it, isn't it? So did you wear um, it when you went roller skating? Thinking, oh, it's going to make me funny. <laughs> Uh, no, um, it was literally just about the song. And it was just when we were thinking of adverts, um, it just reminded me of that time where my sister told me off for singing a song that embarrassed <laughs> yeah. her. Um, so, yeah, it was a catchy tune. Well, Rob, what do you think of his choice? Obviously, you're, you're, you set us to this challenge to come up with adverts. It's, it's definitely um, a memorable advert, yeah. Okay. I don't know if we're going to ask you to score it out of 10. And then, obviously, you can next week you can have mine or in our next mini yeah. mini pod. So, on, on the Rob Richter scale of 1 to 10, um, where does that advert hit? It's probably 7 or an 8. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, because it's, I... um, yeah, it's memorable for John. And, like I said, the, the tune is catchy. Are you going to be singing it at work tomorrow? 
Maybe if it gets stuck in my head, maybe but we'll, we'll see. I, I'm going to um, I'm going to preempt this, and I'm I'm assuming you can ask me this, so I'm going to do it for the listeners anyway. Oh, body form, body form for you. I should help him get off to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a good choice of advert. Um, very topical as well. Um, yeah. And period poverty, definitely. So, yeah, no, well done, John. Not sure I'd have given it such, such a high score because I, I do kind of remember it, but it's not something that really stands out in my, my childhood and certainly nothing that's um, scarred my siblings. Yeah, you, you come back next week when you've been singing that all week. I, I, I'll probably still be on Paul McCartney, I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> it goes a long way when there's a catchy tune involved in some sort of advertising. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, we definitely remember it more, don't you? Okay, boys, well, that's the end of the ad break. So back to the main show next week. If you want to get in touch or slide into our D- DMs, what does that mean? Follow us on Twitter at The Branded Pod. Um, Rob, hashtag get Bob a job.